On today's show, what are the Dallas Mavericks? We're midway through the season. We're going to do a full screening, a temperature check. We'll do the full checkup just like doctors. We're trained physicians. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below and you can see Isaac's amazing hand gestures that are like somehow coordinated <laughs> let us know in the comment section what's one thing about the Mavericks you didn't expect going into the season that they're doing now maybe it could be you expected Hardy to play more you expected Christian Wood to start more games you expected Luca to not be this good somehow let us know in the comment section today's episode is brought to you by prize picks first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on that's prize picks Dot com promo code locked on and joining me as always my co-host writer and contributor at mavs.com the doctor dude the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris you know i just want to give a little shout out i want to give a little shout out to uh jason kidd luka Doncic, going to the uh college football national championship game because i didn't know if they knew that tcu existed <laughs> uh the mavericks you know they have uh, a football I, team <laughs> I, I didn't know if the Mavericks knew that the school existed because Ooh, boy. Desmond Bain's own yeah. TCU. Uh, shout yeah, out Luca to Luca was there, Desmond. How about that? <laughs> Desmond couldn't go. They had a game. Uh, Kenrich Williams. I'm sure there's some other TCU guys in the league. But uh, um, yeah, congratulations on a great season, TCU. That championship game will always be remembered. Uh, Scott Brooks went to TCU. Kurt Thomas oh. went to TCU. That's great. George McLeod played, went to, <laughs> there you go. Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton, the red rifle. Uh, yeah. Hey, Sunday, so, Sunday night, you're going down. Shout out to TCU. Would you rather be the team that goes to the final like that and like gets destroyed or the team that like just barely misses out and like wins their bowl game or whatever they get sent to? No, no, no. You got to go to the finals. Just the whole experience. I mean, yeah, you got toasted, but still like. I mean, yeah, you're still going to the title game. <laughs> Today's episode, we're going to do a full checkup. Unless you're LeBron. We're going to do a full checkup. He, had, he, doesn't get count, he doesn't get credit for any of those, apparently. No. We're going to do a full checkup of the Dallas Mavericks. We're midway through the season. We're, we're 41 games in. And so we're going to look at a bunch of different things, just, just as a doctor would do at your annual like physical, your check-in. We're going to check the eyes and ears. We'll check the temperature. We'll check the... Uh, we'll check the... Uh, what are we gonna check? The, like your breathing with the stethoscope. We'll get the uh, the blood pressure gauge out. We'll do the little like <laughs> that thing. Check your height. We're check check the height and check weight. Check the weight, but but not look. And then at the end, we'll give them a prescription. We'll say this is what the Dallas Mavericks need. We'll talk about that and uh, explain what the Dallas Mavericks need. But let's start with this. Let's check the eyes and ears. We'll get the little thing out. We'll we'll check the eyes and ears of the Dallas Mavericks. The ears, the storylines. What's the narrative around the Dallas Mavericks midway through the season now? Yeah, so I was I was writing this down because obviously there's some smaller ones, right? Like there's some smaller ones. You know, we're halfway through the season, and you, if we just pulled the fan base, there's smaller storylines like Josh Green, 
you know, in the season that Josh is having and just going from, holy crap, is he going to be on this team next year yeah. to, oh man, he's going to be like a vital piece of this team. Uh, there's small stuff like Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy's shown some signs of life this season, even though it's like, I don't know what he is, but it's still some signs of life for a second round pick. Um, but I think when you look nationally and you look at the bigger storylines for this team, it centers around Luka Doncic and Christian Wood. Obviously, we've talked about the Christian Wood thing a million times, but the biggest storyline with him is he's having a great season. Now, what, what what's going to happen to his future in Dallas? Is it an extension coming? Can they come to terms on the deal? Will you know? Will will they? Will his camp agree to a shorter term deal? Will Dallas go to the full four? That I think that's one of the bigger storylines around the around the Mavs this year right the, now. the biggest storyline is Luca obviously it's like it's all Luca all the time it's yeah. it's just, he's the he's the straw that stirs the drink he is the drink he's the liquid in the drink he's the ice cubes like he's all the things about the Dallas Mavericks right now and so like that's what the Dallas that's the narrative around them but then there is this Christian Wood thing that's sort of like the sideshow that is going to get more attention from Mavs fans because Luca has been the thing that's just been you know the constant and been there but the Christian Wood extension is all in his whole story this season is like, how is this going to end? Right. We, we know the story that's laid out in front of us. He, they brought him in kind of as a flyer deal. Nico Harrison, at the, you know, when the deal went down said, Hey, this is a prove it move for Christian Wood. It's a prove it move for us to see if we can prove something to him. He, he can prove something to us. And so we'll see if he proves anything. They get, they can extend him right now. That started in December 24th, they're able to extend him. They can send him four years, 75, $77 million. Or they, but the Mavericks right now, it seems like they're looking at maybe a two year extension with that same, those same sort of parameters as far as how much they can give him. If they don't do that, then they're probably going to look to trade him before the trade deadline, February 9th. Like that, that's a month, literally a month from now is yeah. when they would have to trade him. If not, then you go into the playoffs with Christian Wood. And that's another thing I'm really fascinated to see is how will this team the way that they're set up with Christian Wood being such a big part of it. He's never played in the playoffs before. How will he fare in the playoffs like this? And so that's sort of the, the big thing outside of Luka. It's how is this Christian Wood thing going to end? Either the contract, the trade, the playoffs, or then even like the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. And so the biggest storylines go back to Luka, like yeah. you said. I was trying to start with the, the non-Luka one first because I think that's the we, only we non- we got it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only non-Luka storyline that's like the biggest storyline. Yeah. I think outside of that, you're looking at three separate storylines for Luka. You're looking at the Luka MVP campaign. You're looking at the Luka usage slash heliocentric offense. And then you're looking at the Luka help. And I think those are the three big things that, I mean, those are arguably the three biggest things that, I feel like I listen to a decent amount of national podcasts to hear different perspectives. And that's the one thing people talk about when they always talk about the Mavs. Ah, oh, Doncic and you know how much he has the ball. Does he have enough help? Man, where's he at in the MVP race? Man, does he just have the ball too much? That's what everybody's talking about right now. And that stuff's just not going to change until they get a legit number two in there. It's just, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, and that that's sort of another part of this. Like, Luka adjacent is, are the Mavericks a make-a-move team or not? Are they going to be a team that ends up making a trade or a move this year is sort of something that's, you know, circled around. I think I saw it was Kirk or Doyle or somebody on Mavs Twitter said, I think the Mavericks have been attached to three different Pistons this, this year in, in trade rumors. And you're like, are the Mavericks going to make one of those smaller moves for like a Nerlens Noel or a Bogdanovich or, you know, maybe the the – you know, Karis LeVert trade that we talked about yesterday. If you want to listen to that episode, 
Uh, are they going to be a make-a-move team or not? Or are they just going to roll with this team and then try to make that big move this summer when they have all their picks available to them? So that's another thing we'll see. But the part about Luka is he's taking another step up. Like he's, he's better yeah. this year than he was last year. He's averaging more points. He's scoring at a higher clip. He's getting to the free throw line a ton more than he ever has in his career. And he he is drawing fouls and like, you know, trying to do that. Some some of the hardened stuff where you're just like like drawing fouls however you can. But he's honestly just like powering through guys at times and really getting fouled because he's quicker and he's stronger and he gets the right mismatch and he just knows where to go with the ball. And it's just been incredible to watch the Mavericks this year with, with Luka on the floor. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about this a little bit later, but um, when Luka is on the floor, um, the Mavericks have 121 points per 100 possessions offensive rating. So 121 offensive rating. That's really, really good. Great. Like scoring at one of the highest clips you can in the NBA. The Mavericks and Luka on the floor is great. When Luka's off the floor, it drops from 121 to 106. That's what it drops mm-hmm. to. Like that's not – that's with whoever is on the floor with Luka. Cleaning the glass takes out garbage time and some like heave shots and stuff like that. But that's, that's the, that's the storyline for the Mavericks. It's – Without Luka, what are they? And right now, at this point in the season, they are nothing. They're literally 0-4. And so coming up, <laughs> let's talk about what this team is in the aggregate. What what well, Let's take the temperature of this team. Who are they? What do they do this year? What do they do that's different than last season? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy. It's made easy. If you have you know the NFL coming up and you're like, all right, I want to I play some games, but my fantasy league is over. I had to go sit in a Waffle House for 12 hours and eat a bunch of waffles to try and get out of there. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you just want to do it for one day. Check out prize picks. Pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Save. Uh, they're safe and fast withdrawals. They're currently operating in over 30 states and Canada, so you have to go check it out. See if uh, your state is available. Texas is one of those states. Download the PrizePix app. Go to prizepix.com. Sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you're like, hey, I want to play for some of these wildcard NFL games, go deposit 100 bucks into your account. They'll give you 100 bucks, and then all of a sudden you have 200 bucks that you can play with on their site. Go check it out. Use that promo code LOCKEDON to sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Check out PrizePix. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen each and every day. Go make your second listen after this NBA game to game. It's on the Lockdown NBA feed. It's on the Lockdown NBA YouTube um, channel. It's great stuff. The local experts like us breaking down games. Just a quick reaction. So if you miss games from the night before, you get to just hear the local uh, analysis on it. So go check it out. It's game to game on the Lockdown NBA feeds. All right, Isaac, let's get into what this team is. Let's take the temperature of this team. Currently, this is going to take me a little bit to get through some of this. Uh, it's a it's a walk, but let me let me get you there. Currently, the Mavericks are twenty three and eighteen. They are fourth in the West. They are the fifth ranked offense in the NBA and the twentieth ranked defense. So they have a mm. above five hundred record. They're top, they have home court advantage in the playoffs right now. So very good offense. Fifth, great defense, below average. They're a below average defense. They're not thirtieth. They're not down there with you know some of these bad teams. Uh, they're, Struggling. Their net ranking is ninth. So they're they're outscoring teams, but they're basically doing it by outscoring teams. Luca has missed four games so far. And they're own four in those games so far this season. Last season at this same time. So January 9th, the Mavericks were 22 and 18. 
Wow. Literally one win less, considering all the stuff that happened last year with COVID. If you remember the beginning of the season, Luka missed a bunch of games. Uh, they were fifth in the West. They had the 15th offense and the eighth-ranked defense. Almost flipped what they are this year. Last year, they had a good defense, still trying to figure out what the offense was. They hadn't made the Porzingis trade yet and all that. Their net rating was 10th, just about the same as they were. So they were still relatively in the same spot as last year, but they their identity has flipped offense-defense. Last year, Luka had missed 15 games as of January 9th. They were 6-9 and nine in those games nice. that Luka had missed. Uh, and so that's where the Mavericks are right now. What do those numbers tell you about how this Mavericks team is different than last year up until January 9th? I think, you know, last year uh, also, I think they finished 10 and 10 on the season when Luka didn't play, uh, if I'm not mistaken. In the, if that. you count in the playoffs, like for the full the season, playoffs, yeah. Luka missed 17 games. They were eight and nine in the regular season. And then they were two and one in the playoffs when Luka missed those first three games against the Jazz. Yeah, so bit you know five hundred there when Luca doesn't play, so uh, they got to catch up a little bit if Luca sets out some more. Games I would count those year. playoff games as maybe having more weight than some of those regular more, season yeah. games. So I don't know if you like that's that's not five hundred to me. That's like a good record. Uh, the defense stands out to me just because you know we kind of see um, some different squads a little bit this year. You know, two different type of rosters uh, that last year. You know, you did have that continuity with a Jalen Brunson in there. And even though Jalen Brunson's not, you know, Gary Payton, but they at least had a, you know, they had that unit together to where they knew how to defend. And Porzingis, obviously, you know, making some type of impact in the paint. I mean, heck, Anthony he was Edwards good last thinks, year, yeah. thinks he's a really good, <laughs> you know, in the paint stuff. So when you swap that out for, you know, some newer guys in the rotation, um, you know, was that um was that number you said the defensive rank uh, rating at that point in the season last year? Yeah, at January 9th, they okay. were ranked eighth in the in in defense. So they were allowing 108 pre- uh, points per hundred possession. This year, they're twentieth, allowing 114 points per hundred possession. So way worse defense than last year. Yeah, so I mean, I think you look at it and say, you know, they were struggling before some of these guys went out, but they've also missed some of these de- yeah. you know, these main defensive guys over the past what three weeks now. Um, going on four weeks, uh, you're also adding, sorry to the Christian Wood people out there, you know, you're adding Christian Wood to the main part of the rotation. He's not, you know, the best defender in the world, even though he's, he's got some great block numbers over the past few weeks, but you're adding Tim back too. Cause if you count Tim, yeah, that, that's Tim that, missed some games last year, a, a lot of games last year too. That's why I was asking that question while I go, but Tim, yeah, I know he missed most of the you know second half of the season, but still it's just, it's a different type of identity you know, could they get to that point? I think that's the question is with this roster makeup, can they get back to that point? I think they possibly could if they had everybody healthy, but missing Maxi, Dorian and Josh, I mean, that's just, it's just massive. And ho- however you want to judge like Reggie Bullock this year on both sides of the ball, if he's taking a little step back, then you're like, dang, we're missing like a lot of our best defenders. And the thing about the Mavs defenders is individually, they're not going to ever make all defense, right? Like maybe Dorian could could like get real close there if the Mavericks were great defensively one season. But all of them collectively together, the way that their scheme works is all five guys have to be working in conjunction. And then a couple of those guys can shine in their individual matchups. But if it's just like in the way that the NBA is now, I, I've seen – uh, Matt Moore tweeted out something the other day about how like screen screening and switching is just so f- it's the highest it's ever been it, the, like a rate it's, it's never been in the NBA where like if Dorian is guarding LeBron like by the end of the possession he's guarding like 
two other play, like two different other players yeah. because of all the screens that are being run and the switches and all that. So like, it's hard for individual players to shine in those matchups, especially if you're anticipating screens and all that. Those three guys you mentioned, Dorian, Josh Green, and Maxi, with all of those players off the court this year, the Mavericks are allowing 116 points per 100 possessions, which is bad. And if any of those three players are on the court, so any of them, like just Dorian, just Josh, just Maxi, any of them, talk about an impact. They're allowing 113 points per 100 possessions. So like they're literally three points per 100 possessions better on defense when any of those guys are available. So them being out, that number to me really stood out because it was like, well, if any of those guys are available, it just makes the Mavericks defense somewhat viable. Whereas if they're if yeah. any with all of them off, it's just been really hard to try and figure out how to put together a competent defense. The defense this year, just looking at the profile of it, they're allowing about the same shots that they did last year. They're allowing, you know, they're average at the rim. So they allow like, you know, they're they're I think they're 15th or 17th this year in the amount of shots they allow at the rim. They're allowing a little bit more than average mid-range shots so they're like all right we're trying to keep you away from the rim go ahead and uh, take mid-range shots and then they don't want you to take threes they're trying to run you off the three-point line they're like third in the nba in the amount of threes that they allow so it's a low volume of threes and average everywhere else basically it's about the same that it was last year they're allowing stuff at the rim a little bit less than they were last season Hmm. that's pretty cool the thing about the thing about this team though is they're the shots that they're allowing, like those mid-range shots, teams are shooting a higher percentage. Last year, the Mavericks, uh, throughout the full season, were seventh in the NBA in the amount of uh like the percentage from mid-range that teams were shooting. This year, they're 21st <laughs> so far this Sheesh. season. So like teams are shooting much better in the mid-range than they were last year, which goes back to those guys that we were just talking about. The the Dorians, the Joshes, the Maxis that could chase these guys around in the mid-range. And could contest some of these shots, whereas, you know, the Dinwiddies, the Tim Hardaways, and the Lucas aren't necessarily doing that because they're not trying as hard on defense because of their their load they're taking on offense. Yeah, and when you look at um I wrote down their you know, them defending the three pointer um compared to now I lost my dang stat. As far as how how many uh, three point attempts per game that they they choose to give up. Like this is kind of like part of their defensive game plan yeah. is hey, we're gonna try, you know, get these guys off the three, three point line and defend that a little bit better. Um, I lost my stat, but oh well. They are, they're, they're, they're trying to even more so this year, they're trying to run guys off the three point line, but they're allowing these mid range shots. They're allowing this at the, at the rim stuff. And they try to get a rim defender in JaVale. And that just didn't, that just hadn't worked. That's another one of those smaller storylines that you mentioned at the top of the show. That yeah. isn't going to be mentioned a ton, but that was a thing that the Mavericks tried. They're like, all right, we got to get better at rebounding and rim protection. They tried it with adding JaVale McGee and trying to bring along Christian Wood, and it just hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked at all. Christian Wood's blocking some shots. He's getting yeah. some rebounds, but it's not making enough of a difference because, you know, it's still Dwight out there. And Maxie's been out too, so look, that doesn't help you any, any more yeah. than last season. You're playing Davis at four and five a lot this season. And so it's just not it's just not making as big of a difference from last season to this season from – you know, from Kristaps Porzingis to to Christian Wood, it hasn't been that big of a difference so far, uh, defending the rim or getting rebounds. Yeah, they're they're fourth in the league in three point attempts allowed per game, and they're second in the league in three point makes allowed per game. Mm. Um, it just goes to show that they're defending the three point line pretty well. They're forcing them off of it. Yeah, but this is why it feels like every other game, especially the games they lose, we're like, yeah, they had. 
the other team had 68 points in the paint, you know, like <laughs> some crazy amount because they don't have a you know paint protector either. But they they'll they're like, all right, we'll run you off the three point line, but then they're running right into the paint and they're not meeting a ton of resistance in there still, yeah. which is still like what they're doing. Uh, and so that's the defense. That's what the Mavericks are doing on defense. Let's talk about. Let's take their blood pressure. Let's do a blood test. Do the height and weight, and mm. then. At the end here, we'll subscribe or prescribe something to the Mavericks. What does this team need going forward? We'll talk about that coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go check out some NBA futures right now in the Western Conference. Who do you think is a favorite to win the Western Conference on Bet Online? Denver. It is the Golden State Warriors. Whoa. whoa. Plus 375 to win the West right now. I guess they're, wow. they're winning some games, even with Steph out. Steph's going to come back, and it's still wide open, I guess, is maybe the angle you're taking. Oh, yeah. Nuggets are next, plus 400. Q, uh, Theo Pinson telling, saying I was ridiculous for saying the Nuggets are going to be first in the West this year <laughs> at our media day interviews. Uh, Clippers at plus 500 are next. Then Grizzlies plus 500. Pelicans plus 750. Guess who was above the Mavericks? The Lakers. The Phoenix Suns. Plus yeah. 850, and the Mavericks are plus 1,400. The difference between the Mavericks and the Suns is wild to me. Uh, wow. So, but you'd have to, like, you'd have to, the Mavericks would have to go on a real run here at the end <laughs> to win the West. But so would the Suns. They have a worse record than the Mavs. So uh, go check it out. It's bet online. They have all kinds of other stuff besides the NBA. It's bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's move on and take a uh, blood test do the blood pressure, and then we'll give our prescriptions for the Dallas Mavericks. I I talked about those guys missing time on the court. The one thing that has really stood out to me when I do a blood, when you talk about a blood test, it's like, all right, let's, let's check the vitals. Let's see, is your cholesterol high? What's your calcium, your iron, all that kind of stuff. It's like, what makes this team? Luca and Christian Wood, I think right now are making this team. It's like, what makes up this team? They've played 1200 possessions together, which is a pretty big sample size at this point. And they have 123 offensive rating. Great. Scoring scoring a lot. 116 defensive rating. That's bad. <laughs> really bad. They're not defending. But they're outscoring teams right now when those two are on the court. The interesting thing is when you take Dinwiddie off the court, and it's just Luka and Wood and no Dinwiddie, which is some of these lineups that we've seen where it's like, you know, Dinwiddie's running with the bench unit, then he comes off. Their defense gets better and their offense gets better on both of those fronts, but it's a lot of the, the Josh green is in there. Maxi is in there. It's some of these bench line, like Luca plus the bench lineups that we saw early in the season. I'm just interested in what does the Luca and Christian wood lineup look like going forward? And I think we have to see what the rest of the pieces are when they're healthy, what that looks like. Like, what is that? You know, I wish so much that Maxi was healthy because, I know. you know, having Maxi out there with Christian wood was just, it was so key. Um, but to be able to throw Maxi, Dorian, and then one of Dinwiddie, Reggie, Josh, something like that, that would have been um, fun to have at times. It's funny how you went kind of the positive route with blood tests. I feel like typically when when I have a blood test done, it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that I need to take some like vitamin D, like vitamin or something, um, or a little like gummy. I don't know what it is, and. So I went that route of like, all right, what's going to come back on the on the blood test results? Uh, that's going to tell me what sucks right now. And I said free throws because mm. they are they are second in the league in free throw attempts per game. That's but good. they're twenty, but they're twenty seventh in the league in free throw percentage. Oof. So, um, yeah, 
you're you're getting to the rim like you're getting you're you're getting free throws uh you're getting the fouls but uh yeah yeah got gotta figure that stuff out especially come playoff time yeah that's bad i mean milwaukee is right there with them and denver is not too far ahead of the mavericks free throw percentage wise which makes you feel a little bit better <laughs> you're like okay at least we're down here with milwaukee who's shooting 74 percent the mavs shooting 74 and a half percent nuggets shooting 75 and a half percent so, okay, at least we're among good company. But this is this is one of those things, if you're going to be a team that the Mavericks have been, live and die by the three. We're taking these threes. We're trying not to allow threes on the other end. And if, you, if, you, if you're, like, not hitting threes, where else do you get points? This year, they've gotten to the free throw line a lot better. They, they've, they've gotten to the free throw line at a much higher rate. Last year, their free throw rate... Was seven was nineteen percent. It was seventeenth in the NBA. This is the amount, like the percentage of time the Mavericks get to the free throw line. This year, they're first in the NBA in free throw rate. So they're getting the line a ton compared to last season. Like wait, like went from below average to number one in the NBA so far. Doctor Isaac has his stethoscope and his little th- toy thermometer. <laughs> He's taking the the pulse and the temperature. <laughs> of the uh of the Mavericks. But yeah, they're getting the free throw line. They just got to hit their free throws. And uh it's been on Luca. It's some of it's on Christian Wood even though he's been better, you know, shooting free throws late, lately, but man. Speaking speaking of temperature real quick. Temperature, blood pressure, we could lump all this together. Where where are you at like with your like gen- overall like feeling with the Mavericks right now or how um because I think in the temperature I wrote down like 101 100 it's in this range of like when like your kids have a fever and it's like all right i'm not going to the doctor it's not like emergency you got to go to the doctor (laughs) but it's not a normal temperature either and i think dallas is in that that group of teams to where like i think boston milwaukee some of those like title teams they're running you know that that standard temperature they're fine was it 98.6 or whatever your temperature needs in fahrenheit yeah, and, and I, you know, if you're one of the sucky teams in the league, like you're not even checking your temperature, like you don't even care. You're like, yeah. all right, we're just we're just long for the ride. I think Dallas is in that spot right now to where you're running that hundred, a hundred and one temperature of the pressure's on. Like you're monitoring it, like you're you're a little worried a little bit because I'm I'm right now halfway through the season. I'm not I'm not jumping for joy. There's been too many games that I'm walking out of it saying that was just a chore to watch. <laughs> And it's like, what it like what's going on? But they're winning games too. So I'm not like drive to the ER or urgent care, but I'm also not r- running like a normal temperature either. I- am I inaccurate on that? Uh, I just I know because I just Googled what is a low grade fever? <laughs> because I feel like that's what the Mavericks have, right? A low grade fever is like ninety-nine to hundred degrees Fahrenheit or like thirty-seven to thirty-eight degrees Celsius. That's what a low grade fever is. And you're just kind of like, all right, it's just kind of annoying, but it's not gonna take you out. Like you could probably still function and do some of the things of your day. It's not yeah. like you said, it's not so bad you're taking them to the hospital or taking them to the doctor, even. And so for this Mavericks team, it's like, all right, what can they do? Right. The the next thing I, I kind of wrote was uh, like the height test that you go into the doctor and they take your height. What's the ceiling for this team? They can probably still Wait, win. A is play. that a, t- is that a test? <laughs> yeah. They, they don't want to test your height. Like they go a in test. And, yeah. Measurement. Can you fa- a measurement. Can you I fail it? Well, you can't, can you fail a blood test? You have no blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can fail a blood or like, 
You have not I good results. I guess your height test, they can be like, well, <laughs> Mr. Harris, you have shrunk this year. <laughs> Mr. Berea. Uh, yeah, you shrunk three inches this year because the NBA decided to really measure height. Uh, but you take the height measurement. You're like, what is the ceiling of this team? I still feel like they can win a playoff round, right? Like, I still feel like this team. Can- <laughs> I'm going to up you. I started off by saying, all right, second round is their height right now. But then I upped it and I said, finals. <laughs> just because but no no and i and i say that i'm not i don't think this current roster can win a finals but right now is there a team in the west that you're going into the into the series right now and saying yeah we don't have a shot because just because i'm i'm saying that because it's so wide open yeah. and there's so many teams in that pack i mean i guess if we went up against denver i'd be like all right denver that, i see why they'd be the favorite that's the but one I'm not, in a healthy memphis team i'm looking at going like i know the mavs own memphis but it, i'm this, not this healthy, i'm not i'm not there this healthy grizzlies team i'm like I'm, I'm at least like worried about it i just i so i don't think they can't I just think win the against ceiling. those teams but i you know i just think that it's the west is so, so wide open it is. that a crazy luca run could beat any any team in the west I don't think it could beat Boston, Milwaukee, whatever, you know, some of those top teams in the East in a seven game series. I think that you would have to have more help than what he has right now. I think they're a different, different level. And it helps that but. some of these teams above them are unproven. I mean, the Grizzlies have been to the second round, but they beat that Timberwolves team last year. And then they almost beat that Warriors team, but then Jaw got hurt. They better make a run this year because they talk so much smack <laughs> for somebody that's never been anywhere. They really do. Pelicans haven't really done anything. They, they, they fought the, the, Suns decently well last year, I guess. The Nuggets have been to the one Western Conference Finals. Like it's not like even they're yeah. super tested either. And so you're looking at some of these teams, and you're like, okay, well, the Kings are below the Mavericks. You're not worried about them. The Clippers, Mavericks have played them, and they're worse than they have been in past yeah. years. Uh, the Warriors, they're kind of a mess right now. They're not the team that you faced in the Western Conference Finals last year. The team you faced in the Western Conference Finals last year was the Warriors, where everything was peaking. Except maybe Clay, <laughs> like right, everything was peaking hey, for Clay's them. Clay's been playing well. Clay's been, but Clay's been playing well now, but he wasn't in the Western Conference Finals. Everybody else has been playing worse. It seems like for them, uh, the Suns are way worse. The Timberwolves are not. You're not worried about the Blazers, and you're like, okay, that's you're out of teams. <laughs> like you're out of teams at that point. None, no team stands out. Uh, last year, the Mavericks. If you're looking at today's date, January 9th, 2022. The Mavericks were behind in the standings. The Warriors were 30 and 9. The Suns were 30 and 9. The Jazz were 28 and 12. And the Grizzlies were 28 and 14. And so you're like, okay, there's four teams that you're looking at going, that'd be interesting to play them. At least the Grizzlies and the Jazz, you felt like you could beat. But the Warriors and the Suns, you're like, there's just no shot that this team would beat them. This year, you're not looking at it the same way. So yeah, the height test is is maybe a little different than it had been in years past because of the landscape of the West right now. Yeah. Uh, we went to the weight test we wanted to do. Uh, what do they need to shed? Like, <laughs> what what weight are you at? And uh, I think they need to shed the entire game plan when Luca is off the court. Like, anything offensively that you're doing is just not working. The, the offensive rating is 121. Besides, when, when Dinwiddie and Christian would run a pick and roll. That I I don't even think that it's pretty efficient though. It's efficient, but they don't run it enough. So they need to scrap the game plan and either do that more or try something else. Like their offensive rating is 106 when Luca sits. Like you just got to do something else. Like throw it all out and try something completely different. Just like throw Hardy out there and put the ball in his hands like 18 times. I I don't know. They got to it'd be better than 106 offensive rating. That's just so bad that it 
at this point of the season, you're like, all right, we got to rethink some stuff. And that's the stuff that we need to rethink a lot is the yeah. entire game plan when Luke is off the court. Um, I put, Hey, let's shed some, let's shed a bad contract sometime before mm. the deadline. <laughs> uh, let's try to swap out, uh, some pieces with that. I put, uh, let's shed some of the other, some of the offense to some other players. Like let's shed some of the offense off of Luca sometimes to try to lighten his load a little bit over the second half of the season. Let's get, yeah, let's uh, get him some more rest. And then I said, let's, let's shed the Frank minutes. You're just done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just done. I'm sorry. I just, I, I've been on, like, he's the one. It's not Reggie for me about Jaden Hardy. It's Frank. There's no, when everybody's healthy, I don't see any reason why Frank should play over Jaden Hardy. Especially at this point in the season, especially when Luca sits, they can't score basically yeah. at this point. All right, prescriptions. What does this team need? Um, Dr. Isaac, this team needs a shot creator. They just do. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. You just need one other thing. Like, there's, you just, if you don't make a move, if you don't do like the Karis Levert trade we talked about yesterday, or if you don't do a, I don't know, the Bogdanovich trade, or if you don't go get somebody else, maybe the Terry Rozier trade we've talked about for years. Hello. <laughs> if you don't do something like that, just lean into Hardy, right? Like it just lean like, like that's your only what are your other options on this team as far as a shot creator? We haven't seen it at a high enough level with Dinwiddie yet this year for me to be confident in it when Luca's off the court. Uh Tim hasn't become a shot creator yet. They've tried that a little bit. Uh they brought in Kemba and tried that for a minute. Uh, remember that game when Josh Green played point guard? <laughs> he was like, I don't think I've played point guard since high school. They've tried yeah, and, that. and he couldn't get it across half court. They've tried that. Like, I don't know. Christian Wood is not like a shot creator that you want. He, he's just not that type of player. He's doing well at, at the things that they have asked him to so far, but he's not a shot creator. So it's either make a move or lean into Hardy. That's it. Like th that's your options right now. You got to You got to You got to make a move. I love Jaden Hardy, but for the aspirations of this team, you can't, you just can't. And I know it's probably gonna be unpopular. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think you can go into it with Jaden Hardy as your third best shot creator. The right Jaden Hardy one is is the leaning into him is still the thing that we talked about before the season. It's all right. He starts the year probably in the G League. He did that. Then he slowly like earns some more time with the Mavericks. Gets spot minutes here and there. He's done that now. And now hopefully we've hit the point of the season where. He's getting 10 minutes a night. He's going to get 15 minutes some nights, 20 minutes some other nights. He'll get hot one night and get 25 minutes. And then you hope by the end of the season, he's a consistent 15 minute a night positive in your rotation. But like you have to take some, you have to take a little bit of a hit with the defense that he's going to have for you to, to let him come. It's just kind of the same thing as Christian Wood. Like you got, if you, if this is going to be your roster, you have to try that. And allow it to fail a little bit in order for it to succeed later for you. Yeah, I think I, if yeah. you're not going to make a move, then you have to do that. Because I'm comfortable. Like I, I want him in the rotation really, really bad. It's tough for me because of the makeup of the roster. If they did one of these two for one trades or a three for two trade or something like that, that let's say Tim is combined with somebody else to bring back like another like solid wing off the bench, like a bigger wing. Then it's like okay, like now there's the natural spot for Jaden Hardy to step into off the bench. You're just not getting good enough stuff from the players that you are playing in that rotation that you're talking about before making a two for one trade. For me to not want to lean into that. So if I'm prescribing something, it's one of these like so I went to the doctor recently. I had something, and he goes, "All right, 
you're gonna take this you take this pill and uh there's a very small chance it'll give you liver failure and i was like good lord like <laughs> let's be right up front with it he's like there's a very small chance it'll do that but in the long run it'll help you with this issue you're dealing with and i was like okay and you think about it but like that's what it is sort of you're like all right let's lean into something even though it may there may be a small chance that it like totally blows up but it, you have to play a long game here if you're not going to make another move to address something because you're just not getting what you need right now yeah you gotta you gotta find another shot creator i think they make a trade i think they'll do it at some point okay and we'll see the other the other team need i said was uh you got to get some health. <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. And uh, Dorian and Josh just got to get healthy. One of those two guys. Hopefully in this road trip, we'll see one of those guys come back because they just need them. I feel so like I haven't bad. seen Josh Green play basketball for like, I don't know. The weirdest, point. longest Grayson Allen caused injury ever. Don't speak that name. I mean, he's the one that caused it. He didn't even do anything really in the play. And <laughs> he's going to co- It's going to come down to his fault. There you go. Tomorrow we'll break down the Mavericks game against the Clippers. Doesn't look like Paul George is going to play, which is positive for the Mavericks. Uh, Kawhi probably will play in that game. So we'll talk about that game. We'll break that down tomorrow and have a post game. And then, of course, we'll have uh, a post game after the Lakers game this week as well. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.